Hello, I'm Jeff Remishlove, and today I'd like to talk about intuition in business. You know, for many years, I was the president of a nonprofit organization called the Intuition Network. This is an organization dedicated to creating a world in which everyone felt encouraged to cultivate and apply their own inner intuitive abilities. Now, intuition, of course, is a much broader term than extrasensory perception, but they are related. What I would say is that extrasensory perception, including precognition and retrocognition, clairvoyance, telepathy, uh, etc., these are subcategories of intuition, but intuition can be many, many other things. And in the intuition network, we worked with people from many professions, doctors and lawyers, business owners, but primarily the group consisted of professional intuitive consultants, writers, trainers, researchers uh, working in this field. And uh, the, the uh, email discussion list that I founded back in 1993 is still active to this very day with professionals in the field of intuition supporting and encouraging each other. Uh, one could say that uh, intuition is an extension of the logical mind. It's like, uh, for example, the ability to see the big picture, the ability to uh, instantly tap into years, sometimes decades of professional experience and education, knowing how to recognize patterns that other people may not see. And a lot of this really is the result of experience. Um, but there are other forms of intuition that are harder to explain, and that's where intuition borders into the realm of extrasensory perception. There can be, for example, uh, acute normal perception. One famous example in a book of intuition is a, a fireman who entered a building and realized right away that uh, the building was about to collapse. So, he got out immediately and saved his own life. How did he know it was about to collapse? Well, probably through acute hearing. He could hear the timbers in this wooden building as they were uh, below his feet in the sub-basement area as, as they were getting ready to collapse. So, having an acute sensory perception, hearing, seeing, tasting, smelling, touching things that other people aren't able to do through the subtleties of sensation. It's a form of intuition, but it might be explainable in terms of the uh, regular functioning of our sensory nervous system. Sometimes intuition involves getting information in a dream. And on this In Present series, I have shared a number of dreams that came and literally changed my life. I'm speaking you today to you today. I am speaking to you today as a person whose life has been shaped by dreams. So, I have a vast appreciation for the realm of the unconscious, the realm from which dreams originate. It's, there's far more wisdom there than we can ever appreciate. But you see, the problem for most people in business is quite simple. 
you almost never, in fact, probably it's fair to say never, ever in business do you make a decision where you have all of the information that you need or even would like to have to make that decision for the simple reason that decisions depend upon the future. The outcome of your decision depends upon the future and the future is unknown. There can always be surprises. So, nobody in business ever makes a decision knowing the future. It just never happens, at least not at the logical level. And there are many paradoxes associated with knowing the future at a subconscious level. The whole question of precognition uh, is a philosophical conundrum. Uh, there are various ways to resolve it, of course, but I would like to share with you a, an interesting book written by an old friend and colleague of mine, E. Douglas Dean, with his uh, co-worker John Michalski at the, uh, it was then called the Newark College of Engineering. Today, I believe it's known as the New Jersey Institute of Technology. They did a fascinating study that was reported in the book, Executive ESP, in which they uh, worked with a number of business executives attending a conference at a retreat center, and they were able to gather a lot of data, personality data, uh, business data about these uh, executives, and they also subjected each of them to a relatively simple computerized test of precognition in which uh, the computer, using a random algorithm unknown to any of the participants, including the researchers, and they were asked to basically select numbers, uh, let us say numbers from 1 to 10, maybe 10 trials. And after they recorded their, let's call them guesses or intuitions about the numbers, then and only then was the random number generator uh, asked to generate the targets. So, the targets didn't exist at the time in which the guesses or intuitions were made. Now, the fascinating correlation of this research is that those executives whose companies were showing a profit scored above chance expectation, statistically speaking, on the test of precognition. And interestingly enough, those executives whose companies were losing money scored significantly below chance. Now, we call this psi missing. And what it really means is in order to score at a statistically significant level below chance, it means that they were getting the correct information at a subconscious level, let us say, and then they were blocking it. The correct intuition was coming through and it was being blocked. So, they got the wrong answer more often than chance expectation would lead us to believe. Another interesting thing about these particular executives is that they were asked a question, how do you view time? Do you view time as a great ocean or do you view time as a river? And interestingly enough, the executives whose businesses were gaining money, were showing a profit, said, what do you think? 
they saw time as an ocean, not a river. It's as if they're comfortable with the idea that all time exists in the ocean. It's not like uh, moment by moment you can't step in the same river twice. So, one's, you could say, one's attitude, one's metaphysics plays a role. And, and let me just mention one more thing that uh, parapsychologists have found one of the most solid findings in the entire field of parapsychology. And it's something of a bugaboo for skeptics or people who like to uh, scoff at the data of parapsychology. They're, they're not true skeptics. Believe me, the first hallmark of a true skeptic is that they're skeptical of their own ideas. But in any case, the point I'd like to make is this. The research initiated by Gertrude Schmeidler at the City University of New York and replicated widely, it must be dozens of replications of this study, show that people who believe that ESP exists and that they can exhibit it do better. People who disbelieve in the existence of ESP or the possibility that they could exhibit ESP in a simple test do poorly. Uh, the ones who do well are called the sheep. <laughs> That's maybe not the best metaphor, but there it is. And those who tend to be skeptical uh, uh, and negative about it, even negative towards themselves are the goats and they do less well. So, the upshot of all of this is that if you're in business and most of us have some kind of business activities, at least we're consumers, which makes us part of the business world if, if we're not executives. But in any case, if you're open to the possibility of psychic functioning, you're likely to do better. You're likely to spontaneously do better. It's not as if these business executives were endeavoring to do use precognition in their business. No, it just happened for them, presumably. That's why they were successful. So, if you are open to it, if you believe it's possible for you, if you see time as an ocean rather than as a river, if you believe maybe you can step into the same river twice, so to speak, then you're likely to do better. And if you appreciate that you're never going to have enough information to make a purely logical decision when you're making big business decisions for yourself, then you're more open to your intuition. And also, if you're willing to look at things from the biggest possible point of view, I think that helps as well. So, let me ask you this question. How could you better implement intuition in your life and in your work? I'll let you think about that. And once again, thank you for being with me.